Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor, Quicken Loans, Spray and Forget, One Link, and Lumber Liquidators. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are here for you. We're here to help you with your home improvement projects, your do-it-yourself dilemmas. Now, this is uh, Labor Day weekend right now. And we will actually give you the weekend off just because it's Labor Day weekend. We don't want you to do any labor, but we could help you plan for some projects for next weekend or the weekend after that. I mean, it's going to get chilly pretty soon. You know, we're coming to the very end of summer. And if you've got a project you'd like to tackle this fall, that will set you up for the chillier months ahead. That'd be a great topic. But whatever's on your to-do list, slide it over to ours by picking up the phone and calling us at one 888 Money Pit, or post your question online to the Money Pit's community page at moneypit.com. Coming up on today's program, if you love the look of solid hardwood floors, but you don't have the money for it, well, no worries. Engineered hardwood or engineered bamboo can be the perfect solution. We'll sort that out for you just ahead. And vacation homes make a great getaway, but they're also likely to remain empty for a majority of the year. We're going to have some tips on how to shut down your vacation home so it stays in great shape for the next time you need a little break. And as summer turns to fall, it's a great time to get your heating system service. Now, it doesn't matter if you heat by gas, oil, propane, or even electric. An annual service by a pro is really important to make sure that the system remains safe. We'll have tips on what that service should include in today's pro project just ahead. Plus, the fall season is almost upon us, and it's called fall for a good reason. We've got a great product to give away that can make leaf cleanup simple and fast. And fun, it's the Greenworks Pro 60-volt backpack blower with battery and battery charger. It's lightweight, weighs less than 8 pounds. You hook it up, you sling it over your back, and you get right to work cleaning up all those leads in a jiffy. It's worth almost 250 bucks, but we've got one to give away to one caller. Is that going to be you? Are you the listener that's going to win the Greenworks Pro 60-volt backpack blower? Well, you got to be in it to win it. Pick up the phone and call us with your best home improvement question, your do-it-yourself dilemma, or post it to the community page at moneypit.com. That's going out to one listener drawn at random. Make that you. one Money Pit. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Chris in Colorado's on the line dealing with some bathroom mold. Tell us about it. Well, I have tenants living in a rental of mine, and as it turns out, I think there were several people using the shower downstairs, and subsequently we've got a lot of mold on the walls. Um, They're taken off here at the end of July, and I want to go in there and completely take all that mold out of there and paint it or put something in place to try and help prevent that from happening again. What can I do? Okay, now where are you seeing this mold? Is it strictly like on the caulk? Is it on the ceiling? On the walls, just right around the shower. And what is your bathroom venting situation? Do you have a vent fan? Is it just a window? There's no window. There is a vent. However, I think the vent fan could probably be replaced. I'm not, I think the last time I checked it, it was working, but it was somewhat weak. Now, that's that's the big cause of your problem there is the venting situation. So first off, let's get rid of the mold. You're going to want to clean your ceiling with a bleach and water solution. Be very careful, obviously, because you're working overhead. But you want to just do that to kill the mold spores and get rid of what's already up there. Once that's done and it's dry, then I say prime the ceiling, the walls with a you know a really good quality primer like a Kills. 
or like, you know, one of those Benzinzer primers. Prime everything and then go ahead and paint everything and replace that vent fan. You want to get something, you know, that's really powerful, that's properly vented to the exterior. And you might want to because it's a tenant situation and it's not somebody that you can sort of be on top of to make sure they're putting it on and there's no window. You may want to have it installed with an occupancy sensor. So that when someone walks into the bathroom, it triggers that vent fan to come on. It'll run while they're in there. And then after they leave, it's set to stay on for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. Um, This way, when they've showered and have opened the door, that's when you get that high points of condensation because you've got that moist air from the shower and it's warm. And then you get the cool air from opening the door and then suddenly you get condensation on every surface. So that could be the best plan of attack, especially since, you know, these are people that, you know, you're renting to. Terrific. Well, thank you so much for your help. You're very welcome, Chris. <laughs> Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we've got Janet in Georgia on the line who wants help with a decking project. What's going on at your Money Pit? I just had a deck built last month, and um, already some of the boards are kind of shrinking because it's been raining on and off a little bit. Right. Okay. And I was I was wondering when it would be the best time to stain the wood? Is it that I'm staining it against the water or I'm just staining it in general? Okay. Do you know what material your deck was made out of? Uh, We bought the wood at Home Depot. It was supposed to be a pre-treated wood. So just a pressure-treated lumber. Pressure-treated. That's correct. Okay. So really what I always do with the pressure-treated lumber just because of the fact that, you know, they inject a different type of chemical into the wood itself to make it weather resistant. So it can be a little wet. And since you're dealing with a high moisture situation in your weather anyway, you might just want to give it the summer season to sort of dry out as best it can. And then in the autumn, when you're dealing with some drier, low humidity weather, it could be a great time to put a finish on it. Now, you do want to let it dry out. So if you're dealing with some wet weather as you're getting into a weekend that you want to work on the project, wait until you've had a good few days of dryness and you know it's going to be dry the day you're working so that that wood does get a chance to dry out. And then depending on how it looks and the look that you want, I definitely wouldn't paint it because paint is just going to sit right on top of that lumber and then just peel off throughout the winter season and, you know, you'll have to do something again in the spring. Right. I really didn't want painting because I I just like the look of the wood and I know that there's something that I have to do every so often. They tell me every year I'd have to stain it or something. It really depends on what manufacturer's stain that you buy. And keep in mind there's solid color stains and there's semi-transparent stains. So if you want to see the grain in the wood, you'll want to go with something more semi-transparent so that you'll actually get some color or just some natural tone and you'll be able to see that grain through it. And you want to apply it just in the way that the manufacturer says. And you're probably going to get about three years on horizontal surfaces, maybe five on vertical before you've got to tackle it again. Depends on how dry that lumber is on that decking when you do, you know, put the stain on. Okay, that sounds good. All right, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online. Give us a call. Let us know what you are working on. The fall season is the perfect time of year to plan a ton of home improvement projects. You've got great weather. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. Great for inside work, outside work. Believe me, we can help you find a project and we can help you do it right. 
Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor, the fast and easy way to find the best home service pros in your area. You can read reviews, compare prices, and book appointments all online. Just ahead, if you love the look of solid hardwood floors but don't have the budget to manage it, engineered hardwood or engineered bamboo can be a perfect solution. We'll have details just ahead in today's flooring tip, presented by Lumber Liquidators, after this. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get socked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are standing by for your calls and your questions about whatever project you got to get done in your home. Call us right now on the Money Pit's listener line. That's 1-888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. You can get matched with top-rated home service pros in your area and compare prices, read verified reviews, and book appointments online all for free. No matter the type of job, Home Advisor makes it fast and easy to hire the best local pros. Well, Labor Day weekend is here, which means fall's not far behind, so we've got a real labor saver to give away this hour to one listener who calls in their question to us at 888-MONEY-PIT or posts it online to the community section of moneypit.com. We've got the Greenworks Pro 60-volt backpack blower with battery and battery charger. This is a tool that makes leaf cleanup fun, right? It really is. Anytime I see a backpack blower, I always think of a jet pack, but this one truly packs the power, you guys. It's 60 volt backpack blower with battery and backup charger. It's super powerful. I mean, it delivers wind speeds up to 140 miles an hour. So no, you're not going to fly off the ground, but it will make those leaves move. It's super lightweight, weighing less than eight pounds when it's fully operational. That's 17 pounds lighter than a comparable gas powered backpack blower. It's hassle free operation. No gas, no oil, nothing to mix or pour. You just pop in the battery and push one button to start. You can check it out at greenworkstools.com. It's a prize worth 249 bucks, but it could be yours for free. Going out to one listener drawn at random. Make that you. The number again is one eight 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 money bit. All right, next up, we're going to talk foundations with Randy in Idaho. How can we help you today? Well, I'm, I've got a crack in my foundation, and I, I'm 
wondering if I, what I want to do is a good idea. All right. What's your plan? Well, first of all, um, it's a crack that's about an inch, inch, an inch and a half wide that's right on the corner, uh, about, oh, four or five inches up from the bottom of the, from the floor of the basement. Okay. And it's a, and it's buried, you know, there's like several feet of dirt above it. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, a crack appeared on the floor in the basement and then just dropped down about an inch and a half. And uh, the, the soil from outside was coming in from the outside and moisture and whatnot. This crack is on the basement floor or the basement walls? The wall in the corner. Okay. And you said that the, the crack is an inch and a half wide or it's an inch and a half long? About an inch to an inch and a half wide. Wow. That's a big crack. In- yeah. About well, the floor just dropped a little bit, Man. and then it's about eight inches in either, on either side of the corner. Okay, so the crack formed and the floor dropped. Is that correct? Both of those things happened. Correct. All right. So obviously something got very disturbed under there. I don't know if it was settlement or whatever it was, but it sounds like you lost some soil in there. As a result, you lost the support. A crack that's an inch and a half wide is a very large crack. And typically, it's something that we would recommend you have a professional inspect before you just repair it on your own. But with 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 that as a as as our general advice, what is your plan? Well, I thought that what I'd do is I'd I'd put some blackjack in the very back of it. I dug out as much soil as I could and cleaned it with like a toothbrush or a wire brush. Right. Well, that's that's all. That's all. You're talking about patching the crack. I'm talking about supporting it so it doesn't get any worse. You can fill it you know, five different ways. Uh-huh. What I'm concerned about is making sure that this instability isn't going to continue and get worse and affect the structural integrity of the wall. If you've got a crack that truly opened up an inch and a half, that is a very big crack. I mean, most of the time people talk to us about hairline cracks or cracks that open a quarter of an inch and are very concerned. If you've got a crack that's opened up an inch and a half, that's a huge crack. So here's what I would do. Uh-huh. I would have, uh, I would consult with a structural engineer, have him inspect your house. Look at the foundation, look at the crack, and then write you a report that gives you step-by-step instructions on what should be done to address this. Either you do the repair yourself or you have an engineer, a, a contractor do it. It doesn't matter to me. But what's most important is that you have the structural engineer come back after the repair is done and certify that it was done sufficiently. And the reason you're going to do that is because eventually you're going to want to sell this house. And if you have this repair uh, done under the supervision of an engineer like that, it's sort of like a pedigree that says all is well and will alleviate any fears from a potential home buyer. I see. I see. That's kind of like a cover yourself kind of thing. Absolutely. Yep. And you're going to do it right. And most importantly, since you had the crack form and the floor drop, I'm concerned about what's going on underneath this. That's a very unusual set of circumstances, and it leads me to conclude that there's some instability underneath that corner of the foundation. All right. Well, uh, I think I'll uh, just start nosing around for one. All right, Randy. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, if you're looking for a budget-friendly floor option but don't have the budget for a solid hardwood floor, Engineered hardwood or engineered bamboo are excellent options. We've got the details in today's flooring tip presented by Lumber Liquidators. That's right. You know, engineered floors are made with a real hardwood or bamboo top layer, which is then attached to a structured wood core. Now, once it's installed, engineered hardwood floors look just like solid hardwood, but because there's less hardwood needed, engineered hardwood floors cost a lot less. That's right. Now, another big benefit for engineered hardwoods is that the core structure makes the floor dimensionally stable. 
Now, that makes it a great option for every level of the home. It's a lot less likely to be impacted by humidity and temperature changes, so you can use it in a wide variety of climates, including below-grade spaces where dampness would ruin solid hardwood floors. Now, there's a lot of options when it comes to the installation. Now, engineered hardwood is available as tongue and groove flooring that can be nailed down, glued down, or even edge glued together to form a floating floor. If you're looking for an even easier installation, it also comes as a quick-click floor, meaning that the boards just lock together with no adhesive or clamping required, which really is perfect for a DIY floating application. Now, here's a tip. Before you install engineered flooring, it's a good idea to let the floor acclimate to the room that it's planned for. So pick up the flooring a few days in advance, leave it in the house so it can kind of get used to the temperature. And if you're doing the install yourself, just be sure to follow the instructions provided by the manufacturer. The whole process is really pretty easy, and you will be amazed with the results. Today's flooring tip has been presented by Lumber Liquidators. With over 90 varieties of engineered hardwood and bamboo in a wide array of textures and colors, Lumber Liquidators is sure to have the perfect engineered flooring choice for any level of your home. Visit Lumber Liquidator stores nationwide today or online at lumberliquidators.com. Now we've got Peg from Rhode Island on the line with a question about a fiberglass shower insert. Let me guess, the tiles are like pink or green or something really dated. Definitely green, yes, lime green. <laughs> so right now I have a whole under-the-sea thing going on in there to try to accommodate that. <laughs> Holy moly. Well, you know, generally you're doing the right thing there when you try to decorate around the color scheme or make something right. of it. But I get it. That color can become tiresome rather quickly. So short of retiling your bath, there are a couple of things you can do. You do have the option to paint tile, which it never lasts, in my opinion. It's something that's sort of just a temporary placeholder until you can actually redo that bath. But there are shower inserts that sort of surround the existing tile and can create a whole new bath and shower surround in, you know, a day. Right. Actually, it's a fiberglass insert. It's not tile. It's a fiberglass insert that would need to be cut out. We actually did have one of those companies come out to put an insert but because it's a it's a fiberglass all one piece from probably 72 or 73 the right. entire thing would have to be cut out so mainly want to find is that like refinishing spray worth the effort or cut it out and get rid of it so you're asking can you reglaze so to speak the fiberglass uh, shower stall that you have right now or right it, okay right you see these companies for these resurfacing Right. Sprays, whether or right. not it's something we it's even worth doing, doing ourselves or hiring a professional mm-hmm. or get the saw and go to town. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, I think that you're probably not going to be totally happy with that because once that fiberglass surface starts to wear, unless it's made in the factory like it was the first time, it's never going to be as nice as it used to be. Okay. It's a pretty okay. labor intensive project as well. So I think if you do want to tear it out and do something else, you'd probably be better off doing that. I know it's a big okay. job. It's a complete restoration, but you know, there's just uh, no shortcuts when you want to do something that's going to last you for the next, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. Right. I don't mind the green shower myself. It's <laughs> my husband minds it more than I do with my beautiful tropical shower curtain. It looks great. White sink, white toilet. <laughs> We're good, I bet but it's cute. you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like Leslie said, you can decorate around it too. There's always That's option. what we've done. That's definitely what we've done. All right, so that was the main thing. Was it worth it to refinish it? And probably not. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it is. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit.
When we come back, we're going to have some tips on how you can handle a shutdown of your vacation home. You know, you're not out there all the time, so you have to make sure that you close it correctly so that it stays in great shape for the next time you and your family need a little break. When we come back, Richard Trithui from This Old House is going to share some tips to keep your second home in top shape. And today's edition of This Old House on the Money Bit is brought to you by ADT. Introducing ADT Go, the new family mobile safety app and service. Go to ADT.com to learn more today. With 36-month monitoring contract, early termination and installation fees apply. Certain markets excluded. Licenses available at ADT.com. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IAPMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U dot com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Quickcrete Fast Setting Concrete Mix in the red bag. Make your next outdoor concrete project quick and easy. Quickcrete Fast Setting Concrete Mix. Look for it in the red bag. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we're here to help you with your home improvement project. So help yourself first by calling us at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor, the fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home project, whether it's a small repair or a major remodel. And now that summer is ending, just ahead, Richard Chathui, the plumbing and heating contractor from this old house, is going to be here with tips on how you can shut down a vacation home for the season. And today's This Old House segment is brought to you by Lumber Liquidators. Get the latest fall trends in hardwood, bamboo, laminate, and waterproof floors for less. All right, next up, we're going to talk about cracks in driveways with Todd in North Dakota. What can we do for you today? Yes, uh, I was wondering if there's something that I could put on the my concrete driveway because I have hairline cracks all over in the driveway. 
and it's not that old. Yes. Um, there is a product that's available from QuickCrete. It's simply called Concrete Repair, and it's a sanded acrylic latex formula. So it's called sanded because it has this sort of texture to it. Mm-hmm. So it like, looks concrete Yeah, concrete yeah. And hey, there's another word you made up, Leslie. I know. Concrete-y. You know, it's my money pit isms. <laughs> Exactly. So it's very easy to apply it because it comes in a caulking tube. There's either a. It also comes a, in a squeezy tube. So do, yeah, whichever way you tube, feel too. more comfortable. Yep. And you can go through and seal all those cracks. And, and that's a good thing to do because if you leave them exposed, water tends to soak into them and then it can freeze and expand those cracks even further. So I would look for the concrete repair product that comes in the caulk tube that's available from Quickcrete. Very easy to do. And if there's, they're pretty small, like hairline cracks. Would they? Would you get that stuff that into the cracks are? Yeah, it's it's a caulk tube, and so what you want to do is you cut a very small opening at the end of the tube, and then you could press it right up against the crack and squeeze it in. How about if I could you take you know you see advertised some on these uh, you can paint your floors and stuff with that seal them up too or it's not designed for that. Why don't you use the product that it's specifically designed to fill cracks with? And also, do you want to paint your driveway? No, no, I don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, if you are lucky enough to own a vacation home, you know it's a great investment and a wonderful place to get away that you can actually call your own. But the unique thing about a second home is that it likely remains empty for half of the year or even more, making maintenance and care of it super important. And shutting down the home for the season, especially if it's the winter season, has to be done just right to avoid big plumbing problems later. With us to talk about that is Richard Trithui, the plumbing and heating contractor for from TV's This Old House. Welcome, Richard. Hey, guys. Now, most people would think that draining a plumbing system should be an easy thing to do, but a lot of people get it wrong and keep lots of plumbers very busy come spring. Well, that's right. Any water left in that pipe is going to freeze and break the pipe, and it won't show up until the next spring when you turn the water back on. This, more than almost anything, is a function of how well the plumbing was done initially. Many vacation houses are done well so that you can open up one valve and all the water will to drain right out of all the main pipes because they've been installed perfectly with no traps and no places where mm-hmm. water can sit. And conversely, many vacation homes were done poorly where they started off as being, you know, real bare bones winter cabins and then plumbing was added to it, electricity was added to it and so on. So it, it never really had a comprehensive plan. And in those situations, uh, you know, you really have to be very, very careful to get every speck of water out of that. Absolutely. So it starts by turning that water main off and now you're going to say, how do I get rid of this water so you can open up the the a drawer off somewhere in the building and drain the water out but that's not going to guarantee that it all gets out of there so the probably the most effective way is to get an air compressor and to connect it with a double double-ended hose to that compressor again to that outside silcock or some right. faucet and then one by one go along and open up let that air pressure push all the water that's that could be trapped in in elbows and, and mm-hmm. T fittings and push it right out. So that's going to get most of it out, but you still have other places we have to watch out for. Now, is this a necessity draining the system if you keep the house conditioned during the winter season, but it's unoccupied? 
people worry about the risk. I'm, I'm a believer in leaving the house in a low temperature state, not completely letting it go to an icebox and freeze. Uh, but people still, if they don't winterize their plumbing, they still live with that fear that one pipe will split and run all the time. So most people will feel much more comfortable to get that plumbing system drained mm-hmm. down. They might leave the heating on low, and a lot of times the heating system might have a little antifreeze in it as well. Now, Richard, you mentioned blowing out the uh, the water with the compressor. What about the traps? What about the water that stays in on the drain side? Because the air compressor is only going to affect the supply pipes, correct? That's right, on the hot and cold water system. On the drain side, it's a completely separate system, and that in that case, you have to put propylene glycol, non-toxic uh, antifreeze, often used in the RV world or the marine world, okay. and actually go into every trap and every place where water could sit in the drain system. There's some places that are, are obvious underneath every sink, every kitchen sink, every lavatory. There's some traps that are not obvious. Underneath the bathtub, people forget that there's one under there. And also the toilet itself is a trap. It's integrally built into the bowl. And putting a little bit of that antifreeze into the toilet tank itself, Mm -hmm. lifting the cover, is also good. Now, are there any other places we may have missed? Well, there's a couple of hidden valves that you, if you have a dishwasher or a washing machine, those valves only open electrically. So uh, when you have your compressor on, make sure you run the dishwasher or run the washing machine to get the air out. Uh, don't forget the hoses on the washing machine as well. And what I like to do on the dishwasher itself is to actually disconnect that supply to the dishwasher solenoid valve down low in front of the dishwasher. Because if a little water get in there and split that solenoid, it's a very expensive repair. Yeah, we don't want any surprises when right. we're ready to start our vacation. <laughs> That's right. Good advice Richard Trithui, the plumbing and heating contractor from TV's This Old House. Thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. Great to be here. All right, you can catch the current season of This Old House and Ask This Old House on PBS. For local listings and a step-by-step video on how you can drain pipes on your vacation home and other how-to videos, visit thisoldhouse.com. And This Old House is brought to you on PBS by Marvin Windows and Doors. Just ahead, as summer turns to fall, it's a great time to get your heating system serviced. Now, it doesn't matter if you heat by gas, oil, or propane, or even electric. An annual service by a pro is key to making sure the system remains safe and efficient. We'll have tips on what that service should include in today's pro project, presented by HomeAdvisor.com, next. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com.
making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we're here for you to help you with your home improvement project. We're also here to hook you up with the tools you need to get projects done around your house. And right now, we've got a great giveaway, the Greenworks Pro 60-volt backpack blower. It's going to go out to one lucky caller drawn at random. I mean, Labor Day weekend is here, which means fall's not far behind, right? So this is a great labor saver to go out to one listener. Now, if you'd like to win it, you got to pick up the phone and call us at 888-MONEYPIT with your home improvement question. Or you can post it to the community section at moneypit.com. But we'd love to send this product out to you. This thing is great. It delivers uh, air at 140 miles an hour. So that's going to send those leaves flying off your lawn and, and into the street so you can collect them up. You want to learn more? Head on over to greenworkstools.com. It's worth almost 250 bucks. Going out to one listener drawn at random. Make that you. Again, that number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. Now we've got Elizabeth in Idaho who's dealing with some siding that's coming apart. Tell us about it. So I have a 1970-built um, house and with composite siding on uh, the entire house. But on the west side, where it gets most of the weather, the heat and the rain and wind and so forth, the um, horizontal siding um, has where the, the siding joins themselves and is spread open as much as a quarter to a half of an inch. Is it just in one area or is it all over the place? Uh, it's mostly on the west side of the house that gets that gets the brunt of the weather. Okay, so many places it's coming apart or just a couple quite of places? Quite a few, quite a few. I'd say... Um, 10 places on the back of the house. I would caulk the seams. If it's quarter to a half inch, I would caulk it. I would get caulk that's colored to match the siding, and I would apply a bead of caulk because the other thing to do, of course, is to put new siding in. You would have to cut out the old siding and overlap that space and then paint it, and it's a really big project. So I would caulk it and call it a day. Okay. um, We have tried that. And we've used the product. Uh, is it okay if I say the name of the product? Sure. Uh, it's DAP, D-A-P, and we've right. used DAP Dynaflex 230, and we've also tried DAP Alex Plus. And after we put that in, uh, we went out to look at it after about two or three days, and then the, that area has just gone concave, so it's just sunk into the... Uh, the siding, so it leaves a, a big concave area where it was uh, once just a crack. Now, can we put something over that? Should we just keep putting layers on? I think there's a misunderstanding with what you're trying to accomplish here. Okay, what we want to do is keep the moisture from getting in there. And and when you caulk, yes, it is going to dry and it's going to shrink and actually sort of fill in very tightly any gap that you have there. You're not using a wood filler, okay? You're using a caulk. And so I would not worry about small concave gaps like that in between the caulk. That's what I would expect it to do. Doing that, if you want to paint it over so it's all the same color, you know, you can probably blend it in more. But that is exactly what it should be doing. Well, it's just kind of unsightly where where it comes together. It's just a big, you know, concave area, but it looks better than than the crack. So let's hope that's the biggest problem you ever have with your house. Okay, <laughs> I hope so. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four.
Well, as summer turns to fall, it's time to get your heating system serviced. We've got tips on how to best get that project done in today's Pro Project, presented by HomeAdvisor.com. Now, if you're thinking, hey, the heating system worked fine last winter, so it should work this winter, so maybe I don't need to have it serviced. Well, by that logic, it doesn't necessarily hold because it doesn't matter if you heat by gas or oil or propane or electric. An annual service by a pro is really important to make sure the system remains safe and efficient. Yeah. Now, not only can your heating system become inefficient, costing you more to operate, dangerous conditions can build up like carbon monoxide that might only be spotted by a pro with years of experience. Yeah, now for homes that are heated with gas, oil, or propane, those fuels leave deposits on the burners, and that can cause them to become blocked. And if that happens, you would get incomplete combustion, and that's not good. Now, a pro can clean and adjust those burners to make sure they're running properly, and they'll also check other key elements of the system, like the heat exchanger, which can develop cracks. And if that happens, you could have a mix of combustion gas, like carbon monoxide, leak right into the air in your home. So it's really important to have a thorough service done. Mm -hmm. Now, your blower motor also needs to be checked and cleaned, and filters need to be replaced as well. And if your home is heated by electric, like with a heat pump or even electric furnaces, those systems also need to be checked to make sure they're not wasting energy, especially since electric is pretty much the most expensive way that you can heat your house. Absolutely. And that's today's pro project presented by HomeAdvisor.com. With HomeAdvisor, you can get matched with top-rated home service pros in your area, compare prices, read verified reviews, and book appointments online all for free. No matter the type of job, HomeAdvisor makes it fast and easy to hire the best local pros. Hey, are you looking to expand your living space for your expanding family? We're going to share some design ideas to help you do just that next. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we're here to help you with your home improvement project. Help yourself first. Pick up the phone and call us at 1-888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor. You can find out what it costs to do your home project before you hire a pro and instantly book one of HomeAdvisor's top-rated pros for free. And while you're online, check out themoneypit.com. Always a lot of great information going on there. New projects, new everything every single day. Plus, you guys, post your questions in the community section so we can help you out there, just like Joel did. Now, Joel writes, my basement floor is poured concrete, but has a lot of rise and fall of nine inches from one end to the other. What do you suggest for making it level? The ceiling height ranges from 98 inches to 107. That's kind of crazy, huh? That's a I wonder big why difference. that was. Now, I mean, if it's cracked, like it looks like it was active movement, then that's a problem. Um, you need to figure out why that's happened. Um, if the foundation is otherwise level all the way around, we're not talking about like ad, areas that were added on over the years, Joel. I suspect that there could have just been some pretty significant settlement. Sometimes if it's not backfilled properly, that, that can happen. But if it appears that maybe this is just dropped and settled, and sometimes you'll see sort of the old lines on the foundation where it used to be, you may be better off just tearing it out and sort of leveling the whole surface out. I mean, the good news is at least at the lowest point, you got 98 inches. So you can always bring uh, it up to 98 across the whole floor, and it'll still be an eight-foot ceiling. 
right? So you need to figure out why that's happening, though, and, and, and tearing that out may be necessary. Now, the good news also is that that foundation is not impacted by the floor. The floors are usually separate from the foundation, but they're really just there, you know, to give you a surface to walk on. They're not part of the structure of the house, uh, except in areas perhaps where there may be some columns or beams that are supported. Now, if those areas are moving, then that's another issue. So I think you need to get this evaluated first before you move forward on it. I would recommend a professional home inspector, such as a member of the American Society of Home Inspectors. They have a find an inspector tool there at homeinspector.org that would be really good uh, for you to check out because this way you'll get an opinion from someone who understands structures, but it's not there to help sell you a repair. And once you figure it out, you can you can get that done. But uh, it's definitely going to be a bit of a hassle, but it's got to be addressed before you finish that basement. Yeah, for real. All right, good luck with that project, Joel. I mean, that really is a big difference. Next up, we've got a post here from Vic in Florida. Now, Vic writes, I live in a condo on the seventh floor of nine floors. Would it be possible to have a powerful air vent fan above the stove to eliminate odors when cooking? Yeah, well, only if your building allows it, which is unlikely. I mean, you would have to have a direct vent and get that, that greasy air out. Now, if the building does have such a structure where, you know, all of those vents are joined together somehow and they're all ported out in some way, then you possibly could do it. But if not, you're just going to have to find a high efficiency recirculating fan. The better ones have better uh, efficiency in terms of how much grease they can take out. Yeah, it is putting the steam back in your house, but at least it's taking out the dirty air in the process with all the cooking fats and, and odors and, and such. Uh, it does need a lot, a lot more maintenance too than one that is vented out. But uh, if you can't vent it out because it's a it's an apartment complex like that, multi-story building, then you're going to have to use a high efficiency unit like those by Brone, for example, are very good quality ones. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show on this beautiful Labor Day weekend. We hope that you're maybe taking some time off from working around your Money Pit, and that's okay with us. We're here to help you, though, when you're ready to get back at it after the long weekend. All you need to do is reach out to us 24-7 at 888-MONEY-PIT or post your questions online at moneypit.com. Dot com. But for now, the show continues online. That's all the time we have. Thanks so much for spending this hour with us. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a body pit.